So I'm sitting in the lobby of the New Yorker Hotel with Debbie Rosen. Debbie and I work together at Global 360. Hey, haven't yeah. seen you in a while. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, as we were discussing a little bit, one of the things that we had a problem with, not just at Global, but at other companies too, is how do you align marketing with sales? It seemed like two different animals, and you've got an approach to that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I think that you learn a lot when you're actually in someone's shoes and having been in sales and sales management for 15 years, and I can't tell you how long I've been in marketing because then you know how old I am, but um, many, many years. And I think most people think of marketing and sales as really two different sides of the same coin, unless you're actually in marketing or sales. Yeah, yeah. And so the interesting part for me was having come from a sales background and really kind of cutting my teeth in this industry in sales, I was pretty surprised to go to marketing and where they really believe that in many cases they understand salespeople, but I think there's some barriers. And so over time, I feel like I've really narrowed those barriers down to several things, but three of which um, I think are keys to aligning both the sales and marketing organizations. Yeah, the big one that you just hit me with, which I hadn't thought about before, is marketing is thinking about the aggregate, or a salesperson is thinking about the individual. Exactly. And so what happens in many cases is that marketing has these goals of building brand awareness and influencing broad ranges of people, um, writing data sheets and collateral and websites, and it really hits a broad audience. Mm -hmm. Whereas the salesperson is out there as a soldier every single day trying to get a conversation from one point to the next or trying to get a meeting. Um, or trying to get a technical win, or trying to get a yes just on some portion of the sales cycle. Mm -hmm. And so I always felt that if the sales, if the, if the marketing folks really understood what the salesperson's journey was from the moment that they try to get that initial meeting with that individual, and they really sat in the shoes of a salesperson and just literally sat side by side almost like a buddy system, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that and, and follow them all the way through that process, that they would have a much better idea of the kinds of, not only battles they fight on a day-to-day -day basis, but really the kinds of words that they may want to use in materials that they put together for salespeople. So when we're talking about this, the audience that's listening to this is social media community builders. Are you seeing that as part of the overarching marketing campaign that would be incorporated with this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think social media is, you know, obviously one of those areas where, again, you're talking about trying to touch an individual, trying to reach out and, and engage a particular individual, right? In this an platform. aggregate way. It's right. almost an, wrapping it together. Right, it's almost wrapping it together, exactly, and doing it in an aggregate way. And they're talking about, you know, systems of engagement instead of systems of record now, right? Yeah, That's, yeah. And, and, and so we are all, all trying to do that. And I do think that's the ultimate challenge because especially when you think about how hard it is to drive ROI around social media. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I think it's a great test if you can, as a, as a content developer, think about all the audiences, again, from that very individual that you're trying to gain attention to all the way to that aggregate. Right. You have headlines that are trying to get the attention of a broad group people. But, you know, again, just trying to differentiate with salespeople. Those salespeople, they're not trying to do that. They're trying to get that meeting with the CIO or they're yeah, trying to yeah. get that meeting with the end buyer. And so it is very important to make that distinction. Um, 
and I think most organizations that are interested in social media are doing that because they're trying to drive more sales. Nice. That was the first thing that you're working on. So the idea of marketing as an aggregate versus a salesperson as an individual. Yeah. I think there's another piece that's obviously all this is related, but I think another piece that's very, very important is really around, you know, how you unfold the message. So again, you know, you may want to talk in very broad terms with catchy, you know, phrases when you think about a marketing campaign. I and mean, we have one um, in our goal to reduce the risk in open source that we're calling, you know, we're saying go hug your chief security officer. So no one wants to ever hug the chief security <laughs> officer, especially the app dev guy. But, you know, we feel like we have that solution. Well, can you imagine the sales guy sending a note to the app dev prospect, go hug your CISO, right? It wouldn't work. So really it's how do you unfold the message, not from with a marketing lens on, but with a salesperson's lens on. Um, I always try to share this inspiration with the marketing folks and say, look, what is a sales guy's dream or salesperson's dream? It's to give a message in a way or, you know, just talk to somebody in a way that that uh, person says, tell me more. Or that person says, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. And so it's really to me, as I said, about unfolding the message. What is that hook message using English language, not marketing terms? You know, we fix the risk in open source. Well, really, how do you do that? I have that interest. I may have that problem. Well, we do that by identifying what components you're using governing and automating that governance, and then fixing the problems, right? We tend to use words like remediation. Well, you don't go home and talk to, you know, Orion or Aurora and say, how are you going to remediate your C on your, on your homework, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess the summary of all that is, yeah, not only do we want to talk to an, an individual, we want to do that, as many people know, with English language, but unfolding it is specific architecture. And that takes work. That takes a lot of work. Well, the thing that that is missing from that part of the discussion, which you and I have talked about before, is that there has to be a core foundation. There has to be some central idea that you're building this around. It's not like it's just this amorphous stuff floating around. Right, exactly. Um, and there, that's where really I was just ending with it. You know, I think when you say it takes a lot of work, um, a core of, to any marketing mission is creating a brand. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't have a brand with more than one story. You need, what is that atomic unit of why people are going to buy from you? That's right? missing a lot when you look in the marketplace, right? It's absolutely missing a lot. Um, my challenge, and I, again, I'm sure many of your listeners have heard this over and over again, but my challenge to every one of, of, uh, of you is, you know, if you work for a company and you have 50 people, 5,000 people, 500,000 people, can they all, will they all say the same thing when somebody says what it is you do? What, what is it you do? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I talk, for example, with, uh, with Sonatype about we fix the risk in open source, you know, I really expect that everybody in this company knows that message. And then when we're talking about influencing the influencers, mm -hmm. that everybody knows that message. And all of our campaigns and all of the work that we're doing that we talk about with salespeople all hinge off that message. And that's the marketing, you know, the market we want to go after, people who want to do that. So can you build a community around that statement that you just made? Absolutely, because what you want to do is look for the pain. So, you know, Simon Sinek has that great, you know, start with why video on, <laughs> uh, you can find it on TEDx and other places. And, you know, people don't, 
buy how you do it or what you do. They buy why you do it. You know, that's why he says they showed up to the Martin Luther King rally without the Internet to tell everybody <laughs> to get them there, right? Because they had a belief system. Right. Um, a lot of times things sound very logical to you, but you make decisions on your gut. And so it's all about, you know, what is the pain that, in, in our case, and organizations are feeling when they're creating a paper policy and it's not working, mm-hmm. right? They're using components that have to go fix their applications later and it costs 10 and 100 times more once an application's in production. So if you really look for the pains and the wins um, and the emotional aspects of fixing that risk, then you have a whole slew of, of uh, content marketing platforms that you can yeah. use and a bunch of folks who care a lot about that you can bring into your community. It's funny, it's it's exactly the methodology that Jeremy and I used to build nothing but SharePoint. Is that whole idea is there's a pain point somewhere and there has to be a solution and it can't be so complex that the end user can't use it. Yeah. I mean the other thing you guys um, did in, in Nothing But SharePoint that I thought was excellent is that you really built a bridge between different types of communities, the end users, the technologists, yeah, right, the architects. Right. And, you know, I think we're trying to do that, too, if you think about the concept, and that's what every community should do. The concept of, you know, go hug your chief security officer, go hug your CISO, is about building a bridge, you know, between the application development efforts who want greater productivity and making it easier for developers. And usually security guys don't bring that along. (laughs) You know, it's about slowing things down. And if we can make it a win for both, and we can create the common ground for both, then you'll find a very, you know, thriving community. Always good to talk to you. I love it. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Thank you.